Welcome to the American Intelligence Media, the home of the Anonymous Patriots. I am your host, Douglas Gabriel, and today we have with us one of our favorite friends. He is the founder and CEO of Leader Technologies, and he has been working with us in so many areas. It's so exciting to have him here today. I just want to reach out and thank you for making the effort to come up here to the studios for us. Michael McKibben. Great to be here. Thank you. People who know us know that we've already done a number of videos with Michael and some very amazing audios. I guess some people are responding to some of the ones that we recently did, mm. <laughs> which uh, somehow Michael corners me and asks me questions. He reverses the table. I don't know why he gets away with that, but I think Betsy's in on it. I think there's a conspiracy to be quite frank with you. But uh, Michael is here today because we're going to talk about the thing that everybody keeps saying, okay, we know your story and I'm going to tell it in a very quick nutshell in a second, but what can we do? What can we do to help? And you've been saying it all along, but it kind of goes over people's head because it's such a bizarre, simple solution to so many, many big problems. Not only the problems with them stealing your um, intellectual property, you can give the exact right terms, but the ideas that you discovered that then became the capacity for the internet to be scalable. So that opens up all the different Silicon Valley industries that took advantage of basically stealing your patent, more or less, is the way that I would put it in simple terms. So we're going to talk about that because you have come up with the brilliant idea of the Miller Act, where literally Donald Trump could simply order the Treasury Department to take a look at your bill that you're presenting, and in so doing, you could collapse the entire monopoly of Silicon Valley boy kings. You could, in fact, reconstitute the psyops of Facebook's, Facebook, of Google, of uh, Gmail, of YouTube, all of them completely reconstituted because it all comes back to the theft of your technology by IBM through a group they called the IBM Eclipse Foundation. When they say Eclipse, it's because they eclipsed your technology and that's the saddest thing. So we'll go into a little summary in a minute. Let's just hear, what can people do to help? That's what they want to hear. They've been begging us. How can they help your cause? Well, in big picture terms, we have discovered that the government has spent 17 years distributing our technology to the entire tech world, including all the agencies, and has had free use of our invention ever since it was discovered by them in the year 2000. By government? You mean not only IBM, but government? The so government itself. But, do you, but IBM is basically also an extension of the government, per se, right? That's I mean, what we've discovered, that, that the technology base that the government was intending to use for the Internet of Things was run by IBM with help from Microsoft and Cisco and all the others. But it was, an in, it was intended to be a global control system. And um, the solution that our shareholders came up with, I can't take credit for it, we looked at how does the government pay vendors when the vendors have not been paid. And what we discovered is that the government can't have liens put on it like a contractor would if it's not paying its subcontractors, but the government invent, uh, passed a law called the Miller Act. And the Miller Act allows two tiers of unpaid contractors to a government project to be paid by submitting a notice called the Miller Act notice to the government agency that 
benefited from the technology and as a result put that forward as a claim to the government and the government then is obliged to pay it if the government has pay, has benefited from that technology, whether there was a contract or not. That's what most people don't realize. Everybody tries to play this game that, oh, well, you didn't have an official contract, you didn't have signatures. No, that's not the rule. The rule is if benefit has been received by the, the beneficial party, then they are obliged to pay the people that they receive the benefit from, and that's us. And, and this is an unprecedented situation. So you talked about some of the results of what this could do. We're not out to change anybody else's business. Now that may happen, but we're not out to change their business. We're out to protect our interests in our business. Mm -hmm. So that's what, why we put the Miller Act forward and we discovered that uh, the... Uh, A win-win-win scenario, uh, by the way. We discovered that the government itself was the, the party who stole our technology. And there's never been a situation like this where the executive branch of the government stole somebody's invention, distributed it out to the whole planet, uh, and then has allowed their party, their, their, their fascist corporate uh, partners, plus all the government, to benefit from that technology without pay. It's never happened before. And so we were looking at an unprecedented situation and our shareholders in brainstorming sessions said, how can we A, get paid, and B, what can we do to help fix the problems that this created? Well, one of the big problems that this situation created is complete control of the free press. And what we now see, and I think it's pretty common knowledge, the free press is totally controlled by this cabal of uh, people who stole our invention. So what we've said is, Mr. President, please pay us for 17 years of free use license our technology going forward. And what we're willing to do is take the cash that is going to be paid to us and put that back into developing a truly free press to hold the, the powerful accountable. Well, this is so topical. It's so important now because everywhere you look, you can see that Facebook is being attacked because they admit that they are a PSYOPs program that was weaponized by the United States government that has in fact been subsidized by the NSA, and that in fact, they don't really sell that many ads. It's a complete fake. Why did the United States government use Facebook, Google, YouTube, and the Instagram, and these other groups that just all of a sudden magically appeared as soon as leader technologies took the step that was really in a, in a novice's mind like mine. It was the quantum leap for scalability to be able to go global with the internet. They could do it on a small scale, in my understanding, but it couldn't be done on a large scale. And so your right. revolutionary discovery needs to simply be paid for. Now, can Trump do that? Of course he can do that. Anybody can turn in a bill to the United States government and say, I, I rendered these services to you, and so you owe me this. And they look and say, well, okay, I guess you did. Look, you built that bridge for us. That can be done after the fact, no contract, exactly as you've described. But it's the win-win-win scenario that makes me so excited because this could be simple as the following. As we already see from his December 22nd, 2006, 2017 executive order, Trump seems to be using the Treasury and U.S. Marshals to go beyond the Department of Justice and the FBI, just get straight to business. So he could again use the Treasury, use the intelligence agency, 
the Office of Intelligence and Analysis for the Treasury, take a look at your bill and say, well, you know what? Not only do we need to pay this company, but we also need to take down the monopolies that have arisen out of this, which are in fact a terrorist economic national security threat. That's all he has to do. He has to recognize it for what it is. And that is what it is. If you don't recognize Jeff Bezos as an attack on American retail, if you don't understand that Facebook was a CIA psyops, then you're just not reading the news because they're all admitting it. Their top CEOs, as you full well know, have come out and admitted these things and say, we don't let our children anywhere near it. Because why? It was turned into a weaponized form of what your company had developed to give out free information so we could go back to the original idea, your patents, your copyrights, your intellectual property, and say, this was the idea. We're paying you for it, whether it's through certification or whatever. The people who then really will be paying that are the ones who stole it from you. Those companies probably will fold, and someone will need to take it over, and it will, they will have to be dismantled because they have all the back doors in them. They have all the spy where in them they have the commercialization that sells your own black profile to everyone. So what you're saying is in one fell swoop, Donald Trump could simply pay your bill and it is possible that that would then take down the criminality of the patent office. It would take down Silica Valley fake military supported digital warfare weaponized companies that were really built Without your technology, they could have never come to be. So they went the wrong direction with it. So in one fell swoop, you're saying what you say as the Miller Act, very humbly, could in fact change our entire economy, the entire world economy, in fact, and could put it back into where it was supposed to be, that information is supposed to be free to give people freedom, and it's supposed to give them liberty, and it's supposed to empower them instead of information being used to weaponize against them. So I well, salute the Miller Act uh, proposal that you have. It's, it's thank tremendous. you. I, I, I take that uh, compliment on behalf of the shareholders who helped develop it. But the, the, this is like ripples in a, in, a, in a pond. And what we discovered is that this Miller Act notice was a very legal claim that we could make to the branch of the government that caused this theft to occur. And what we recognized is that nobody had really ever dealt with the kind of scale that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So at first we started saying, well, my gosh, we're talking about many trillions of dollars uh, because we've never been paid and everybody's had the benefit of it. Every cell phone has got, what, something like 28 or 30 apps that people use every day. Every one of those apps is infringing our patent. And so we looked at it in terms of, okay, what are we owed as a technical reality? And, and the number was huge. And so what we said was, let's, let's break this up and, and um, put it into two pieces. One, a, a $40 billion piece for the history. Now that's way under what the, the number should be. Uh, but going forward, let's say, okay, Let's, we got a problem. The whole market has a problem. Most people use these apps every day. What we invented, don't pay anything. And when you ask them, do you realize that you're using stolen technology, they're shocked. Mm -hmm. They don't know. And, and so when you say that 
that uh, the person who, the, the company that invented this was never paid, they say, well, where do we pay? How much, how much is it gonna cost us? And so we've come up with a number of $2 per user per month as, as an ongoing payment. That number works out to something like $300 billion a year for ongoing licenses. And then we started looking further and we'd say, okay, let's also then give every user of this technology a license for everything they're doing. So all of a sudden, everyone on the planet that's stolen our technology, whether they knew it or not, then becomes legal, including the thieves. Is so, that like certifying them or giving them a uh, It's a license, yeah. A license. I mean, okay. when you buy a piece of software, you get a license with it. And that gives you a legal copy of the license. Mm -hmm. And so none of that's been licensed because the original thieves put out this meme, this propaganda, that it was all open source. That was a total fabrication. It was never open source. When IBM first put it out in, through the Eclipse Foundation, they actually took the header code off of our code and actually put their copyright notice in it. I mean, it's just unbelievably scandalous. Your 17 happened. years of legal battling with this cabal, and when we, we like to list them because it's the same group of criminals in Washington, D.C. right now. You're talking about John Podesta, Robert Mueller, Rod Rosenstein, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, James Chandler, uh, Stephen Crocker, Michael uh, Kapos. David Kapos. David Kapos, Larry Summers. I forgot him last time. How could I forget Larry Summers? These people have been doing this for so long, since the early 90s. And unfortunately, Michael and his company have been struggling with them for 17 years, not really knowing how powerful they were and things have come to light now that you can see that no, their, their we, hand is we, we didn't have any of those names on our radar screen exactly. five, six years ago. Yeah. No, we just knew the courts were misbehaving. The courts weren't following the law. You had the one person, James Chandler, right. who seemed to be the kingpin and the linchpin of the entire thing. Right, yeah, and we thought, well, on paper he was the expert in the country on trade secrets, intellectual property, economic espionage, um, uh, he was on the inventions, Security patents. He, he wrote the laws he, he so wrote that he could the break them and federal so he trade would know where the loopholes were. And the, the Economic Espionage Act of nineteen. And you sat with this man again and again as he basically stole your patent. Well, in the Miller Act request, Miller Act notice, there's a picture of him attending one of our product design meetings in early 2000 and where he was learning about all of our uh, technology and how we were going to approach scalability in the internet and essentially th that is proof of the the collaboration that occurred and they took all that information and uh, while they while he is working with us to file patents uh, they are taking the code and distributing it out to the whole planet. So by the time we found out that this is what had happened, the whole market had been established. I mean, if you look back at the history of social networking, it really exploded in 2004 after a conference that IBM Eclipse uh, sponsored between on February 2nd through the 5th out in San Francisco called EclipseCon 2004. That was when the, the, the cabal uh, pushed our code out to the whole market. Americans for Innovation have put together more evidence than I've ever seen on any particular case. So for 17 years, you've been working with your shareholders, with lawyers, with patent lawyers, with 
just fighting this battle with the same group of people that again and again rear their ugly head and show themselves as insider traders who have become filthy rich over, in fact, stealing patents like yours. But yours was one that became probably the largest impact in our modern digital age. So I love the idea of the Miller Act, that it's a win-win-win scenario. I love the idea that if this could take place, we could actually see perhaps the crumbling of this entire uh, edifice of the fake Silicon Valley. So the question that people had was, how do, how do we do this? Is yeah. there anything else they can do? Do they need, uh, do you need money to support uh, legal concerns? Or I don't know. Uh, what is it that other people can do right. besides get the word out, which has been amazing, by the way, with the videos that we did together, which They've were been marvelous. very helpful. Uh, they, Thank you. They've spread it far and wide. A lot of people have been discussing this, but is there anything else that people can do? Leader Technologies, uh, they could approach your company if they wish to uh, in any way support you. Is, is that how that works? Well, uh, let, me, let me focus it on the, the big picture need. The big picture need is for everyone in the country who believes that the rule of law should apply to the use of social networking uh, all over the planet, should ask President Trump to consider writing the check to Leader Technologies to pay us for the seven, last 17 years and to license our technology going forward. The president has the authority to fix this. So the other issue is, how do you, how do you in, a, in, a in a republic, how do you hold the powerful accountable? And I think this is the other aspect of this. Our technology was used basically to hide the misconduct of the powerful through social media, through all these memes, all this psychological warfare, all of these, uh, uh, this propaganda that's been pushed out. And I think the way we fix that was an idea the founders had for a truly for, uh, free press. And in that, the free press, in theory, is supposed to hold the powerful accountable. But as we've seen, our mainstream media has been bought by these people. So they're nothing more than propaganda machines. And so what we need to do is reestablish that. So what we're willing to do is say, Mr. President, you get us paid. What we're willing to do is start Using, is to use that cash to help develop a truly free press through the alternative media. And the alternative media is just exploding right now, but it lacks resources. And so what can happen in this one check that you write, we can then see hundreds of billions of dollars a year in, in um, investment and, and uh, cash going out to these companies to help develop a truly free press that is not beholden to all of these power brokers that have taken over our economy. So your shareholders could be made right. Yes. You could rectify the situation. Yes. Everyone could actually make a ton of money. Yes. The criminals who have in fact stole this from you could be held accountable. The patent office could be reestablished and the national emergency that Trump has declared would actually be the platform upon which he could do this. And he could, in fact, just as you say, sign the check. So we have supported you from our angle in trying to get the word out. And we're doing everything we can to do exactly what you said. Get the word straight up the line to the president, to the people in Washington who have the power to act upon paying leader technologies what they deserve for what was stolen from them. So Michael, thank you for being here again. Thank you for having me. It's always me. a pleasure. Thank you, Doug.